Binding Chaos by Heather Marsh Epistemic Communities and Action-Based Systems In open source software, the code for each project is available for all to see. Even if the end user cannot understand the code, they can go to discussion groups and read or listen to programmers who have read and audited the code, hear the discussions, and watch them find bugs and discuss alternative solutions. The people with the greater knowledge of the system will provide knowledge bridges for people at a more novice level. Good ideas from these discussions can be read, discussed, and possibly implemented by the developers as well. Open source software with forums open to all are a perfect working example of fully transparent and audited systems of elite knowledge. While the decisions are made by the developers, review and acceptance or rejection of the software is the right of the user group. If the developers refuse to listen to the user group and another development team is willing to work on the project, the original code can be forked and modified to meet the user requirements. Traditional systems primarily use a supposedly representative sample of the user group to provide periodic feedback. This feedback is delivered as percentages of the population, which ignores the importance of the individual. From an individual perspective, the chance of dying of a side effect from a phar pharmaceutical is either 0% or 100%. Group statistics have no effect on individual experience. Transparent user groups allow feedback and ideas from the entire user group. An automatic testing and validating system in place continually throughout development and operation. Risks which are statistically insignificant become extremely important when they happen to an active participant in the user group community. This more accurately reflects a real society versus system of disassociation. The GitHub model of open software with replaceable lords of a oops, make sure I did that right. The GitHub model of open software with replaceable lords of a fiefdom may be improved on in a system where the entire epistemic community operates by consensus. But as long as there is transparency and the ability for anyone to fork the code and start anew, oligarchies can still be avoided. Online courses such as those offered by Coursera, where students teach each other and have direction from an epistemic community of instructors with knowledge bridges of graduates and fellow students, is another example of a concentric circle in the cases where the course material is, re course material is released as Creative Commons. Crypto parties are another. I do know, not know what crypto parties are, so let me take a second. Since this is a short... Since this was a short section of that... Crypto party... Crypto events. I don't know what. I still don't know what it is. No, I didn't spell it right. Crypto. Uh, there we go. Tell. Parties. Crypto party. Uh, we're going to Wikipedia, even though it's crappy. I will never donate to them again. CryptoParty is a grassroots global endeavor to introduce the basis of practical cryptography such as the Tor Anonymity Network, I2P, Freenet, key signing parties, desk, encrypt, disk encryption, and virtual private networks to the general public. The project primarily consists of a series of free public workshops. Except uh, these were successors to the cyberpunks of the 1990s. It's a DIY self-organizing movement immediately went viral after some law was passed in Australia.
first draft of the 442-page Crypto Party Handbook was pulled together in three days using the book sprint approach. approach. Huh. Okay. Oh, and then they were attacked and probably taken down. Yeah. Attacks and by spam attacks, eventually there's all the site being taken out of service. And it appears that Edward Snowden, while employed by Dell as an NSA contractor, organized a local crypto party at a small hackerspace in Honolulu, Hawaii, six months before becoming well known for leaking tens of thousands of secret U.S. government documents. Oh, during that time, he taught 20 Hawaii students how to encrypt their hard drives and use the internet anonymously. Hmm. Cool. All right, well, that's interesting. So, that was a short one, so let me go on. This one's Celebrity and Thought Leaders. That's the next section of this chapter. As we ponder how to create action and idea-based systems, the internet and so the world is becoming more personality-based than ever before in history. The internet is rapidly transforming from being page-centric to people-centric. The hive mind has become me, the people. As liquid democracy type representation becomes more accepted, personal branding for power becomes even more entrenched. Anonymity and group work are being pushed aside in favor of personal celebrity for all. Along with celebrity have come tools to measure celebrity. The first such tool was Wikipedia, a glorification and amplification of corporate media, and English speakers with technical skills. Now clout and similar, similar platforms are taking influence measurement further, not just creating celebrity oligarchies, but also dictating the terms of engagement between the oligarchies and the user group with their algorithms. These tools do not just measure influence, they create it and unchecked their algorithms will dictate the terms of our new society. If clout scores people higher for engagement, celebrity thought leaders will engage. If clout scores higher for engaging with higher ranked celebrities, the powerful will become more powerful and even unassailable. If clout celebrities score higher for only interacting with and following each other, we will have a closed oligarchy. Clout is one example, but there are many powerful online tools doing the same. This reminds me of the fire, um, uh, app and then party that they were having in the Bahamas that was a total failure but they got it all started because of social influencers that they got to post their uh, it was just a pic, it was just an orange background pic but that's what they got them to post and, and that's how they got the tickets sold out the Google search controversy over whether Google should show people what they already like instead of presenting a more realistic, broader view is another. Even a search en engine presenting the most commonly sought result instead of a random selection helps entrench already entrenched ideas. Sponsored who to follow groups on or Twitter's event pages with only certain tweeters shown ensure more powerful, <clears throat> more power for the powerful. A short time ago, if you wished for real influence as opposed to influence created to sell to marketers, cheating by gaming the influence measurement systems wouldn't help because the tricks brought no real influence. Now real influence follows the appearance of influence. In addition to gaming scams, it is openly possible to buy influence, for instance, by paying Facebook to promote your page or Twitter to promote a tweet. While Twitter has a data-driven breakthrough for online society where no one needed acceptance to begin interacting, this is becoming less true all the time. Anyone can speak. 
but voices are amplified as favors given and received, and the rules change as accounts grow more powerful. Pure data-driven systems are unfortunately nearly impossible in a world of spam and astroturfing software. With the vast amounts of data in our world, celebrity amplification of good ideas is needed. The first reaction to this realization by those wishing for a horizontal community was to create group hubs, but these have largely incorrectly been felled by the problems with group affiliation. An idea popularized by celebrity personality endorsement without knowledgeable input can subsequently be exposed as simplistic, factually incorrect or otherwise flawed by those with deeper knowledge. But the celebrity endorsement can drown the expert knowledge. The Coney 2012 campaign was a striking example of celebrity endorsement drowning local knowledge. The influence of celebrities from entertainment and sports industries over unrelated topics is illogical, but widespread and they are more than ever expected to use that influence in areas completely outside their knowledge sphere. When actors Yao Chen and Chen Kui Kun posted support against censorship to Southern Weekend newspaper on Sino Weibo, I'm not saying any of this right, sorry, it appeared more newsworthy than a statement for the United Nations would be. Even within the entertainment industry, which may be thought to be within the sphere of celebrity expertise, most had hoped for grassroots-driven promotion to replace corporate promotion. Instead, we find corporate sponsorship replaced by a tweet from Justin Bieber, which launched stars such as Carly Rae Jepsen and Psy far more immediately and effectively than a label ever dreamed of doing. All of the above sounds very discouraging, but it really isn't. The first step in any cleaning and organizing is to drag everything out into the open to be sorted, and that is what has happened with celebrity. None of this influence is new. It is, in fact, a far more toned-down, accessible, and transparent version of the celebrity and influence peddling we have had for years. It is palatable for an individual you choose whether or not to follow to recommend an artist that you can choose to watch or not without diluting your supply of alternative choices. Compared to the control once exerted by music labels, this does not seem evil. Paper citations in academia or votes in Hollywood's Academy Awards are no less subject to influence peddling. Much of the undue influence is inherently repulsive to most people. They have already begun to combat it. The Coney 2012 campaign suffered an immediate, largely unheard backlash from the people actually in the region. Today, those rebuttals would be even more immediate and well amplified. Even the traditional pundits from old corporate media hardly dare write any more about regions that they are not resident of. Soon all such foreign punditry will be replaced by local voices, and news will be reported by those it is happening to, too, as audiences will demand that level of informed opinion. So what is Coney 2012? That's something else I don't know about. Coney 2012. It was a film. It was a hoax. Again, Coney 2012 is a 2012 American short documentary film produced by Invisible Children. The film's purpose was to make Ugandan cult and militia leader indicted war criminal and the International Criminal Court fugitive Joseph Coney globally known in order to have him arrested by the end of 2012 when the campaign expired. The film was released on March 5th and spread virally and the campaign was initially supported by various celebrities. As of February 2021, the film has received over 102 million views and 1.3 million likes on the video sharing website YouTube. There were 18.6 million views and over 21.5 thousand likes on Vimeo. With other new views on a central Coney 2012 website operated by Invisible Children at the time, the video was the most liked on the whole of YouTube and is the first video ever to reach 1 million views, 1 million likes. The intense exposure of the video caused the Coney 2012 website to crash shortly after it began gaining widespread popularity. 
The campaign resulted in a resolution by the United States Senate contributing to the decision to send troops by the African Union. The film also called for an April 20 worldwide canvassing campaign called Cover the Night. So children released a follow-up video titled Coding 2012 Part 2 Beyond Famous, which failed to repeat the success of the original. It was to capture Coney and the rebel militia group Lord's Resistance Army. Co feature in the film is a young Ugandan. School children charities focused on obtaining support of the visual to help bring awareness to abuse and killing children in the East and Central African countries. Hands of Coney and his leadership. Supporters were asked to put up posters in hometowns called Cover the Night. Um, sparked a huge controversy about its merits, with very different opinions being expressed by various NGO workers, government international of officials, journalists, and other group individuals. <coughs> Excuse me. So, positive, they have listed as Ocampo, voice support. Crisis of Conscience, Human Rights Watch, Pins of Filler, Mixed and Guru, Fans Invisible Children, da, 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 negative. Since the video is released, Invisible Children has come to criticism for oversimplification of events in the region, been accused of engaging in slacktivism, in which one donates or takes actions that have little to no effect beyond making one feel like one contributed. Find a black and white picture rather than encouraging the viewers to learn about the situation. Oh, there's a lot more to read about it. Okay. So I see what she's saying. Because the issue was more complicated that he actually left the country in 2006. Um, Alright, back to this. A cultural shift is required around celebrity. Celebrity has was created to distract attention from issues the true oligarchies did not want scrutinized. Public's right to know is transferred from the business of the government to the plastic surgery of an entertainer. This type of celebrity is no longer needed and it is becoming rapidly diluted as the general population occupies celebrity by being Tumblr famous, Twitter famous. Expertise is already largely separate from celebrity. Voice application will soon be merely a job and a fairly boring one at that. Until this cultural shift is complete, It is dangerous to concentrate even knowledge-based celebrity in one individual or group of individuals. And there must be continuous, intelligent... What is that sound? Oh. And there must be continuous, intelligent auditing by the user groups. My neighbors are practicing shooting a boar with a bow and arrow. Planning on the ground. Either that or it's a very small bear. I don't think it's a bear though. I think it's a boar. Um, until this cultural shift is complete, it is dangerous to concentrate even knowledge based celebrity in one individual or group of individuals. There must be continuous intelligent oddity by the user groups. Open epistemic communities 
generally are plagued with members who may or may not be qualified to be there, but they play the outer circles against the inner and create a human interest story of themselves. Their fame and popular support makes them impossible challenger shun. This is distracting and detracts from the work of community. User groups must ensure that while they watch their communities for inclusiveness, they do not allow themselves to be manipulated this way. The tools to moderate a celebrity or expertise oligarchy are now in the hands of the people. Hopefully the users, user groups will moderate, exercise their ability to shun for bad behavior, refuse to allow control to lead the entire user group. There is no reason why a person with a learning disability should be less happy or satisfied than one with a brilliant mind, or, gar or why gardening should not be as rewarding a life work choice as participating in an epistemic community or acquiring internet celebrity. It is an artificially controlled environment of privilege that makes one seem better than the other. This is easily overcome in a population not controlled by their financial system. This makes me think of the article that I uh, read. It popped up on my thing. It was actually back in 2012, 2013, but it was Shulamith Firestone. And she had died and found her apartment. And it was... Um, what she wrote about uh, trying to form these women group, women's groups in the 70s uh, and the women's liberation movement and things like that. It was really interesting. Um, all right, that's it for that. The next section we will I will read later as the weather permits. Right now it's good, but you never know. Right, take care. Bye.